family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. Well, today I have with me Taylor Lancaster. Taylor is a certified consulting hypnotist in Brigham City, and his company is Achilles Hypnosis, which I find fascinating. Taylor, welcome. Thank you for having me. Now, I'm curious as to how you came up with the name Achilles Hypnosis. I mean, it sounds very appropriate to me. So how I came up with the Achilles hypnosis because I was mind to soul hypnosis before and I'm possible I'm changing it again in January. So but Achilles, I came up with it because of Achilles heels. Instead of doing H E E L S, I did H E A L S. Like Achilles healing, more or less, rather than the Achilles heel, the part of your body, but Achilles heals you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I like it. So how did you become a consulting hypnotist? Um, how I started off, well, my background in hypnosis, uh, I, I saw a few shows when I was a kid, and culturally in Utah, you, and probably in California probably as well, but it, it was kind of voodoo. So I stayed away from it for a very long time until I went to trade school and I watched a YouTube video on how it could help you help me with a problem I was having. And with that problem, it, it eliminated itself gradually, but I was able to deal with it more than I've ever been. So I went to an actual hypnotist here in Brigham and then I got trained by Martha Wilkes Harrison in Orem. And then I became a hypnotist myself. And I've been helping people get over pornography and, well, addictive behavior more or less. So that's pretty much how I got started. Okay, so you specialize in helping people with addictive behavior. And, and like you said, that could be anything from overeating, smoking, drugs, just social media, you know, these people who just can't put their phone down. Yeah, well, that's that's also because you feel good when you do that. And you have to take into consideration that we do things because we want to feel good about ourselves. With, with porn and smoking especially, it's not because... It's not because we have something that we want to do. It's because we're missing a need within us. And the need that we have within us sometimes didn't happen when you began smoking. It happens when you, when you were about zero to seven. So, for example, we use this in regression therapy, which I use sometimes. I don't use an exact regression. I use symbolic regression 
because uh, if it's a PTSD issue, especially, um, you don't want to go back to the exact event to help them get rid of it. Uh, you want to do it symbolically because bones crushing and guns going off, probably not the greatest idea. I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> but in regression therapy, we go back in their mind to the event that caused their feelings to happen. So for example, if we had a porn, a porn addict that I'm working with, you and they feel guilt, shame, and regret. We don't want to go back to, like I said, the first time they used pornography. We want to go back to the first time they felt guilt, shame, regret. And that might be when they they forgot their assignment in school when they were about six. Who knows? Anything can anything and everything can happen there. So we want to get rid of the need. The feeling, the need for the feeling of having to have that, like, because all that you're doing more or less is having the guilt, shame, and regret repeat itself over and over and over again when you use pornography or your addictive behavior. And we want to just go back and say, the need has been fulfilled. You're fulfilling your need. You can see this, that you don't need this anymore because, you know, your mom yelling at you or your teacher yelling at you. It's not that really important. So, but that's because and there is a lot of science to hypnosis, and a lot of it is due to select natural selection, adaptation, Darwinism. It's all true, but with with limits. But we we as humans evolve, and with that evolution, we protect ourselves. Our brains are protectors. And that's why we create these feelings in the first place. And we go towards these, how would you say, substitutes? These substitutes for feelings that, and needs that we have. And in families, we, we see that we can provide all the love and care in the world. And we have children and uncles, aunts, it doesn't matter who. There, there are people in our families that will go towards their addictive behaviors and it's nothing against anyone else it's it's they're trying to fulfill a need their brain is just trying to fulfill itself yeah yeah so like like someone who may have a difficulty connecting with their peers a child who may you know just not have trouble relating with their peers or just feeling poorly about themselves that that could contribute to some sort of addictive behavior. My understanding is they don't realize that at the time, but as an adult, now that they have the maturity of an adult, they can understand, you know, this is what I was trying to do. Yeah. Well, even teenagers, I try and nip it in the butt early because most of the time with boys, uh, pornography is expo the exposure for to pornography is pretty much from six to about nine years old. When I was when I was young, about nine to ten is when they start, but it keeps getting younger and younger. And what I would say to help the family prevent pornography from ever happening for boys, especially, uh, keep the computers in a public place. Do not let them have their own TVs. Yeah. They need and make sure that their phones 
It doesn't matter if it's a flip phone. It doesn't matter if it's an iPhone. Make sure it has blocks and it's in a public place at night when it's charging. Because when it's nighttime, they are more likely to get themselves in trouble. I don't think we realize how early it starts. You know, we think of it as a, you know, preteen, but even younger than that. And, you know, we live in a day and time where you can find literally anything on the internet. And so definitely being very aware. Yeah. I was in Mexico City uh, when I was 18. And going through the streets on the bus, you could just see it, it wasn't like Vegas where it's risque. It was just out there. They were unclothed and everything, billboards, newspapers. It was just out there. And even I've, I've noticed that a family that I've been working with, that their one kid has sexual tendencies and he's like five. Wow. So, yeah. And another thing with girls, attention, girls, um, the erotic uh, novels and the romantic novels that display pornographic images there as well, they need to avoid those. Yeah, we, we often think of it as just a boy's problem, but it affects girls as well. And I, my understanding is the most severe damage is that you lose the ability to think of other people as human beings. You, you know, you see them as objects to be used. And it's just that, that damage to love, to normal, healthy human feelings. Yeah. When you get exposed to porn and you're addicted, especially nowadays, you become more abusive because... Like Fifty Shades of Grey. I haven't seen it, but I've heard the reviews. It's like, oh, he beats them, and then they have. Yeah, that's just normal. That's normal in pornography now, which is horrible because that's creating an abusive society. So if you don't want your kids to be abusive, just make sure. And they need to teach. The other thing, they need to be taught. It doesn't matter how young they are. It doesn't matter how awkward it is. They need to be taught. I remember when I was like 10, my dad took me out to the cows and they had a bull and a cow out and a heifer out there and they were doing their thing. And that he kind of showed me the rope, the ropes is like, this is what's happening. This is what the birds and the bees talk. I kind of wanted something different. Like, Explain this to me better. But he actually showed the physical, like what's happening here with the cows. Like, this is how all animals get reproduced. It's like, but he said with humans, it is a very special thing. And it brings a, a marriage closer together. And pornography, what it is doing, it is taking such a beautiful thing as sex. And it is twisting it and manipulating it to make people believe that it is something of a tool and something to use women or men as objects rather than what they truly are beautiful human beings and extraordinary people very well put i agree with that entirely so you offer services you're located in brigham city and you mainly deal with pornography but i 
I happen to know you've also done some work with pain management and other areas. Yeah, so I learned from David Schneider off of his YouTube videos how to do uh, pain management. One of the techniques I use is called spinning. And he starts off teaching with like a Spetsnaz breathing, breathing technique. So like Lamaze, you're, Lamaze is more of a breathing technique where you're trying to forget what's happening. But pretty much the Spetsnaz breathing technique is you breathe in and then you find the pain where it's at and then you spit it out. All hypnosis is is suggestibility and imagining things. So really, when you dream, you're in hypnosis. And all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Mm -hmm. So they could use this. They could try this on their own. Yeah, exactly. So what with the spinning technique, if you, when you see your pain or or something, so say for example, I have a pain here in my in my wrist, and you would imagine and you close your eyes and you see like the pain there, and you would see it as a color, a texture, maybe a smell, and then you would pull it out and put it into your hands. And then you'd say, see which way it's rotating. Since it's rotating one way, you would want to take it the opposite way because you don't want to feel it. And so you spin it the opposite way as fast as you possibly can. And then you'd put it back into your body and then you'd notice the change. Now, not all of the time does it give you a zero. It might go from a 10 down to a two. And there's more techniques to do to that, but that's pretty much the basic. You spin it. Awesome. And David Schneider is the main teacher. He's on YouTube. I would warn though, he does say the F word a lot. If you're going to go to him exactly, I'm probably going to put up a YouTube video on how to actually do it without all the F words. Overuse of any word diminishes its meaning and it's, it, it, and it impairs communication because you're not effectively communicating your idea. You're just overusing a word. All right. So Taylor, how do people contact you if they want to work with you, learn more about what you're doing Website, is that the best way? Yeah, so you can just put that. That's probably best to just do it in a link because I think it's Achilles.wixsite.com. But I sent you the link, link there that they can see in the show notes. Yes. And I do have Facebook and Instagram. That's at Achilles Hypnosis. And then my email is AchillesHypnosis.com. I mean, Achilleshypnosis at gmail.com. All right. All right. So they can contact you and get more information. Mm -hmm. Thank you so very much for your time and for what you do to help support families. It's a very critical area. Pornography, you know, can no longer be described as a victimless crime. It tears up families, greatly, severely damages relationships and self-esteem. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, and you have a great day. Thank you. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. 
For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week. And thanks for listening.